Hello, and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness, The Warrior Way, a Westcliff University athletics podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermet, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. Well, hey, for everyone out there, thanks again for joining us for our podcast. We have another exciting show and so much to talk about. This is the confluence of so many sporting events that are taking place. And of course, there is not a bigger one than the NCAA basketball tournament. Sean, we have a lot to talk about today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. What about you, baby? You know what? I could not be better. Could it's not March, be better. Baby, it's March. You got to be... You got to be pumped up right now. If you, hey, if that thing inside your chest not beating right now with all of the great games that has happened thus far, then you, you don't like hoop. You don't like the hoop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I absolutely know the focus today's on basketball. I do want to point out that Major League Baseball has gotten underway as well. So absolutely. There's a lot of talk about hey, what's Hey, guess what, man? Look, I'm so excited. I'm just cutting you off right now because <laughs> I'm here to tell you before you even get started. That the pinstripes are back, baby. Uh, oh, like, really? are back. All oh, right. I know oh. we had some issues. We're not going to discuss that. <laughs> okay, but we're, let me. We're back though. Who did you? I, we're going to get into the basketball, but since you opened this up, who did you root for as a kid? Was there a baseball team you followed? Because there's a certain part of the country from which you come, and there's a baseball team there. Yeah, it is. Listen here, I was forced. Okay. I was forced. You understand what that means? That was beyond my control. I was a kid. Okay. I had, I had to stomach all these Oreo games yeah. for a long time, brother. Hey, they were good in the 80s. They, they were, were really good in the early listen, 80s. Hey, listen. Hey, one of look, won the World Series. You mm-hmm. know, I gotta be a part of that, right? Yep. Yep. Um, you know, how do you not like, you know, Cal Ripken senior and junior? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right? You gotta love them. I, yep. I love I love Eddie Murray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Jerry Carroll just floating all around, looking like, <laughs> looking like an AC Green from for basketball. <laughs> on, on first, you know, I mean, but you had to love it, though, man. You mm. know, I, you know, and I remember catching games before, you know, the new ballpark was built. Right. Camden you know, Yards. Camden, yeah. Camden Yards, the new one. But I remember more Memorial Stadium. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, but it's all down by the Inner Harbor. Great place to catch yeah. a game. Yeah, the Inner Harbor is still a special place. Yeah, really no bad spot to see baseball. Okay, but, so but I was there. Okay, so why Yankees? Man, you know, because I love grace, greatness, baby. We, we chase greatness every day. I mean, but you're on, you live in California, so you should be a Dodger fan if you're chasing greatness. Here, man, listen here. <laughs> I, I'm a defector to California, okay? Uh, okay. Courtesy, courtesy of the military. Right. Now, l- listen here. I'm, I'm, I do not have any problem with the Dodgers. I don't want to start nothing here because we got a lot of Dodger fans, you know. But my heart is always going to be with the pinstripes. I just mm. love it, man. I mean, okay. come on. Jeter is one of my favorite players, man. The number two. Come on, stop. Hmm. stop All right. Don't play with me. <laughs> okay. But they have so many question marks this year because they have so many guys coming off injury. And- they do. 
Yeah, they, they they picked up a couple of pitchers who have both had Tommy John surgery and are right. untested. You know, there's one guy who's had two Tommy John surgeries. So, right. you know, if they can stay on the field because Giancarlo Stanton has a history of injury, Aaron Judge, if they're healthy, they are probably the best team in the American League if they can see, stay healthy. See, here's the deal. is is guys like you who always want to bring up, you know, the, the worst part of what we got to go through. But that's why we're great. Because we seem to get through those things, bro. Well, this is the season to do that. We're back at full strength. We've got a whole 162 games to play. Right. But yeah. don't act like last year we wasn't knocking on the door. Don't act like last year, even with all of our injuries, we had an opportunity, man. We just blew it. Mm, okay. Well, and, and let me tell you, I got one person on staff, on the West Cliff staff, who believe everything I'm saying, and that's Sony Mitchell. That's my fellow Yankee. Yeah, I know. She's, she went to Oregon. She did. And you trying to figure that out still, right? How she yeah. like to Come on, we love greatness, man. You know it doesn't get no better than that. Well, we'll see what happens this season. There's a long way to go, obviously. And okay. if, as I say, if they can keep them on the field, they've got you know, up up and down the lineup uh, on the mound. They've got the, the full complement of players. That's good you enough the to best win the whole thing. Staff in the business. Really? Better than the Dodgers? I don't know about that. That's going to be saying. tough. That's going to be tough there. You see, this is why I don't like the Dodger fans. I'm just going to go here right now since you want to pull it out of me right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So last year, y'all did y'all thing. But how many years before that did that happen? Now, if we want to talk about pedigree. We can go there. We can yeah. go there. Yeah, but the Dodgers have won their division eight years in a row. And soak it up and never ever can win the big one. You got lucky. You got blessed. Okay, when when was the last when was the last Yankee championship? It's been a while. Listen here. Let listen here. Okay. Kobe blessed you guys. He took care of the Lakers and he took care of the Dodgers in the same years. Y'all better be thankful for Kobe. Kobe okay. Was in, Kobe okay. was in heaven pulling strings for y'all. All right. I truly believe that too. I'm not even being crazy about this. I truly believe that y'all was touched by Angel because I know that's the only way that the Dodgers win anything in the postseason. Mm. Mm. Okay. Before a hey, Kershaw was couldn't get could, could get over the hump. Am I lying about that? No, but you know they. Yeah. They've been right there knocking on the door like your Yankees have. You know, the Yankees' last championship was 2009. Listen here. 2009 was a good year, man. (laughs) Yeah, they won the championship. But as I say, it's been a while. The last time time y'all won before that was when? 1988. You mean the Dodgers? Yes. Right, 1988. I mean, mean the Lakers probably were 2008 itself, right? So before they won too. That's what I'm saying. Y'all got blessed. Mm. You got blessed. The city needed it. So I, I'm all for it. I love Kobe. The city needed it. It was a tough, tough year, right, for, for the city. So the, for the Dodgers to win and for the Lakers to win and for me to be out here in Southern Cali since 93, I love it. But still, man, I'm a Yankees fan. Mm, okay. All right. Gonna have to roll. Got to roll with that. Hey, in this year, right, okay, we're going to be in the postseason again because that's where we stay. We live in the postseason, mm-hmm. okay. right? And, and and you're going to see the raft come back. Okay. And before this past year, the last time the Lakers won the championship was 2010. Oh, okay. Well, see, that was a long time too. So Yeah, yep. 
and now 2020 and a lot well, to build off if they can stay healthy also. So thank Kobe, man. But hey, I'm, I'm thankful that it's opening day. It's nothing better than opening day. Oh yeah. Right. It's a great thing. And, um, you know, and all of my uh, fellow Yankees, it's our year, baby. Let's mm-hmm. do it. All right. Okay. You know what? We'll keep an eye on the Yankees, of course. Keep an eye on the Dodgers, of course. And we'll revisit so this. Revisit so this. No, no, no. It's not that. It's time to talk basketball. So, okay. 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 I mean, baseball's just underway. Basketball's at the end. Well, college basketball is at the end. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. I do have uh, a did you know. Um, you have been now in the state of Indiana how long? Mm, at least coming up on 20 days. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Coming up on it. Okay. You and you hopefully still have a few more days there. Yes. Uh, no, yes, no. absolutely. We're, we're coming up on the final four. And uh, in honor of your honorary uh, Hoosier-ness, because I think you're an honorary Hoosier at this point. Since I have you've been to be so now, long. baby. I have yeah. to. Yep. Now, one of the greatest basketball movies of all time is Hoosiers. I, right. I think it's one of the best. Are you in agreement? I, I'm in agreement. Okay. There are a lot of them. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying it's right up there. Now, the hero of the film turns out to be uh, Jimmy Chitwood. And the interesting thing about Jimmy Chitwood in the movie Hoosiers, he only has four lines in the entire movie. (laughs) He does not speak very much, except when he walks into the town hall when they want to fire the coach. And he said, "Uh, I guess I better start playing basketball again. But only if he's the coach. Those were his whole line. The only time he speaks in the entire time, the entire movie's got four lines and he hits the, of course, the winning shot. So in the movie Hoosiers, obviously the state of Indiana, basketball crazy. And that's where you are. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The final four. Now let's start with the men's final four, because we have to talk about the women's final four as well. Uh, and, and even, you know, something else I think is kind of interesting. I was looking up today, the number currently of former Gonzaga basketball players that are playing professionally. And there are quite a lot, but most of them are playing overseas. There are only right. about four or five that are in the NBA. And some of the names that go on and on, just unbelievable. I keep forgetting about guys like Rui Hashimura, right. who's, who's with the Wizards right now and averaging over five, uh, five, pardon me, over 14 points and almost six rebounds a game. And, you know, he was a great player at, at Gonzaga. And Sabonis was an all-star this year. He should have been back without to having back, to be a substitute. Back yeah, back. yeah play, playing for the Pacers. He's about seven feet tall. He's averaging over 20 points and 11 rebounds. That's all-star type stuff. The pedigree is there, obviously. John Stockton, it goes on and on. And uh, they have uh, players this year who will definitely be moving on to the next level. So with that in mind... Obviously, this is their year. They're 30 and 0. They've got hopefully two more games to play. Is there any way that they don't beat UCLA? Hey, I mean, the only way we do not beat UCLA is if we beat ourselves. That's I, that's the only way. And the only way you the problem is you've got too many weapons. And I don't think if somebody is having an off night that everybody's going to have an off night. UCLA is going to have to play the perfect game. And even then the perfect game may not be enough. Well, you know what? UCLA has played some games, right? Cause they was in the first four. Yeah. Right? So, they, yep. so they've been on a great run. Yeah. And you know, and my, my, my hat's off to them and I ate clap for them, but on Saturday, Hey, we need to blow them out. Well, you've blown out everybody. I mean, 
every every just about every win has come by double digits. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Listen here, like great coaching staff can't say that enough. You know about the great coaching staff, Mark Few, Tommy Lloyd, and the rest of the guys. Right, B Mike, those are my guys. Right, and then you know some of the GAs and everybody is a part of it. Right, it takes a village to get it done. But I am very very impressed with the student athletes who are able to buy in to the coaching staff and the principals and the mission and all that great stuff and, and believe in each other, right? And you're seeing this incredible synergy, discipline, understanding, selflessness, all those things that greatness is built upon. And I'm proud of them, man. I'm proud yeah, of them. Absolutely. I'm proud of the sacrifices, you know? Even my kid that's on that. Number 55, you know, double nickel, love him to death. Comes in, right? Uh, lead eight game, you know, stays locked in, gets in for one minute, great two-hand bound, put back up, right? After mm-hmm. sealing the guy weak side, still doing his job all the way until the last seconds roll off the clock. That's culture, man. That's great mm-hmm. coaching and that's culture, mm-hmm. right? Because anybody else, right? It'd be easy to say, woe's he me. Right. And not understand the moment and not be bought into team. But not these guys. Every single the every single one of these dudes are bought in. Okay. There ain't no transfer uh, portal dudes here. Like it's over a thousand in the transfer portal. Everybody's mad about something. Right. But nobody want to put down their anchor and have some discipline and have some sustenance and go through some things and be challenged. Nobody want to compete no more. Sure. That's the mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing now. But, you know, a guy like my, my dude who can go anywhere and start, let, let, let that be known right now, buys into coaching, buys into the greatness of the Zags early, right after his freshman year, sticking it out and staying engaged all the way to when he gets put in for one minute and go grab a great two-handed rebound after he seals the weak side and put it up and get into the scoring books. It's the little things, man. It's the intangibles. That, that make great teams. And I love seeing them play, man. Mm-hmm. Love seeing it. You know, um, the last time UCLA was in this position was when Larry Brown was their coach. And it was only a field of 48. Right. The same thing happened. They were the 48th team in, and then they went to the elite eight and then the final four. So they went from 48 to eight to four, but looking at it, you know, obviously Ju Zhang uh, is, is the leader of that team on the court. Hey, Ju Zhang um, is the truth, baby. Listen, listen here. He's going to get his points, but I don't think it, I don't see anybody else getting any points. Listen, Jaime going to have a great game. Like they got some ballers over there. I don't want to sell them short. Like Jaime, Jaime can you know Jaquez, he can do his thing. You know Jake Kymans, you know I, I love him. You know he'll find his way. These are guys who can shoot. You know, um, you know, yeah, but, but I think the Zags, do, you know, we don't get credit for our great defense. We don't get credit for being disciplined. We don't get credit for the great scouting that, you know, um, the coaching staff does. I mean, listen to uh, Andy Enfield the other night talking about he ain't seeing the film. Well, you're not going to see the film of the number one uh, team in the country for every every week that college basketball was going through in the AP polls. We've been number one. And you don't take a sneak peek? You don't see what's cooking up there? Hmm. Oh, that don't make sense. 
Yeah, I know. You got to watch the film. You got to watch. Got to watch tape. But you, you know something else. You know, we could. We sat up here and we were talking about our picks and how. Uh, you know, if there's a team that might be able to take down Gonzaga, it's USC because of their defense and the mobiles. USC looks so out of it after the first five minutes. It was what, 31 to hold 17? On, on. It was. That's what you said. I never said that they could do that. Okay, but you know what? If you listen to what all the so-called experts were saying, they were so high on Mobley and the way he was playing. And but the, but the point is Gonzaga took them right out of their game let, in the first five say, minutes. Let me say this. You know, I was talking about USC, the team. Let me tell you, the Mobley brothers are... Uh, They're legit. Absolutely. right? So I, I know them as a family, right? So I knew what they bring to the table. I, I had a front row seat from the time they was in grassroots all the way through. They were going to bring it, but I had an issue, right, with, you know, the approach, you know, that their head coach had when he said that he haven't looked at no film. Listen, I was an NAIA coach, a high school coach, a JUCO coach. And listen, see, back then we had to pull our own synergy, right? Now, D1, USC, right? You got a videographer, man. You got to do pull the synergy for you. You don't have to sit clip by clip. That was, man, that was blasphemy, man. That was mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like you pull all, see, you knew who you were playing, you know, so it was no excuse, you know, about, hey, we had a late night game at one o'clock. You used to go to the club, you know, <laughs> and leave last call for alcohol at 2 a.m. in the morning, still go to work at six. You're telling <laughs> me you couldn't stay up and burn a midnight oil? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you supposed to love this game. You're getting paid millions. Yeah, you got to grind. Come on. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. you don't know what the best team in the land is doing? So that was arrogance, man. Don't don't piss in the snow and tell me it's a snow cone, lemonade snow cone, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? You try to shrug us off, and our dudes don't get shrugged off easy. How can you How can you justify? You can't shrug off the number one team in the nation. Hey, hey but listen, undefeated. you saw the press clip. He yeah, said it. Yeah. He said it. And guess what? Our boys went out there and whipped that tail. Yeah, well, it sounded like it sounded like disrespect more than anything. Well, like, you know, like it was it was gross misconduct at the highest level. Yeah, how can you? You can't just. <laughs> I know you're trying to make somebody look bad, but man, oh man, they just they looked out of sorts after. Literally, they had about six turnovers in the first couple of minutes, and you're just like, oh my gosh. It was a clinic. Yeah, it was wow. a clinic out there. You know, for those who stay in the IE, it looked like valley wide out there. Yeah, the IE, the Inland Empire in Southern California. Hey, you know what? Uh, this entire year, if you go back and look at it, with maybe one exception, there was one game. Um, this entire year has pointed toward a championship game of Gonzaga and Baylor. Now, that was supposed to happen earlier in the season. Baylor right. obviously fell under some protocol with COVID, and they weren't able we to play. We all have. Man. Don't give them no yeah. excuse. We all well, have. Yeah, but, I mean, they had some games canceled. Um, not we necessarily. Did. We didn't. We, we had a long layoff. And then we had Iowa after that, baby. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. But uh, that game, as I say, was supposed to happen, which it, it didn't. Because, yeah, it did not because of the – protocol but it just seems as though if you look at the entirety of the season you can talk about all the teams and and anybody else but there really are only two teams that should be playing for the championship you think that you you really believe that because i'm afraid of that houston team that houston team got some stuff in them yeah they do they're a number two seed i don't think it's gonna be easy over there for baylor 
No, probably not. But, you know, Baylor has kind of, they came back after COVID. They had, they were down. They lost a game. They played very poorly. And their coach even said, hey, it's had a bit of an effect. We've got to pick it up, which they did. And, you know, as we've always discussed, the best team doesn't always win. It's the team that's playing the best. But, But the team that is playing the best is still Gonzaga. They're beating everybody by double digits and making and it look Here's easy. what I'm saying. Here's the deal, though. I'm going to tell you like this. I don't think we're playing our best ball right now. Mm, okay. So okay. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't think we're playing our best ball right now. If you look at it, you, you've been seeing other guys stepping up. You know, the shooting ain't where we, we're accustomed for it to be. So I don't think we're playing our best ball right now. But I think that's just letting you know how deep of a team this is, how well coached of a team this is. And we can still rally around you know, adversity. That's the difference between us. And and the truth be told, I thought Baylor was kind of limping around in their last game, you know, and they almost didn't finish their breakfast. And a team like Houston can take them. That's what I'm saying. I'm throwing that in the universe right now. Mm. I got my chest out. Well, Houston, right now. Houston plays good. Houston plays good defense. They really do. They only gave up 61 points. But you're not to saying State. what I'm saying. I'm saying but, upset city, baby. Houston is going to beat Baylor. That's what I'm saying. Can you say that? Because that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. I don't see that happening. But hey, but listen, but, I'm but not you and I both took anyway. Michigan. You I'm and I both good. took Michigan over UCLA. Hey, hey, do not check. Let's see. This is what I'm. This is the problem I got with you. You know. <laughs> you know, Sherm. Because this is what you like to do. Okay, when we look at the stats, like okay, because you're an analytical guy, right? When we look at the stats, don't try to misery always one company. I'm beating you, baby. I'm calling it better than you. And then you're gonna try to lump me in with Michigan. Your record is nowhere compared to my record, Sherm. Okay. I, got a, I just have a big smile on my face. Are I'm you so, are you sitting there right now saying you are taking Houston over Baylor? I'm telling you that right now. That is my bold prediction of the day. You know what? I'm saying it with my chest. You're he saying it with a smile on your face. He's I can hear him laughing. I, I believe it. What are you talking about? I All believe right. what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll take, I'll take Baylor. on, And I'm only going to take Baylor. Here's, here's the reason. Because I want to see that championship game. And I'm getting ahead. Obviously, I'm going to take Gonzaga the whole way. But I want to see Gonzaga play Baylor for the championship. I think those are the two best teams. Can you repeat what you just said? You say you take who the whole way? I said I was taking Gonzaga the whole way. I always have. I have them on my bracket to win the championship. 38% of all hey, brackets have them winning the trying to get a contract extension. I know somebody's trying to get a contract extension. <laughs> I want the contract to go into the decade of the unknown. But, you know, as I say, I still think, you know, especially not just in the South region, but I think Baylor is one of the two best teams in in basketball. And we could have cut out the entire regular season and just had Baylor and Gonzaga play somewhere back in January to decide the national championship. All this other stuff is superfluous. These are good teams. These are good players, I know. And they're trying to get draft positions and, and people are trying to get jobs and contracts. I get it. But the two best teams in college basketball are Gonzaga and Baylor. And that's what people want to see. They want to see the two best teams. Well, hey, listen here. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen, Sherm. Like oh I said, goodness. I think it's going to be the Zags in Houston, and the Zags will hoist up its first national championship banner, and I'm going to be in the building if God's willing, and I can't wait to see it because mm-hmm. it's going to be something great, 
and we're going to be a part of history as we already are in perfection. That's what I'm saying, baby. Yeah, 32 Two and to 0. Go. Yeah. Yes. The and last perfection. time that happened, yep, last time that happened was an Indiana team. Coincidentally, right. Indiana, right. 1976. That's what I'm saying. You know, and, you know, like, Sherm, I know you probably was playing on the Jungle Gyms in 76, but. Uh, <laughs> it was, actually. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You might even have a midterm exam. You know, uh, during that time, we ain't gonna say how old you are, but but anyway, I'm just saying. You, you know, were in you were in the world though by '76, weren't li- you? Li- listen here, I don't <laughs> okay. remember anything. Okay, so I don't know if I was even around, sir. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. You know what? Granite Houston is a good team. Obviously, they're a great team. Uh, they've gotten as far as they have. The Final Four is always a, a special um, accomplishment. But I don't see them getting. It's going to be Baylor. upset city, baby. You, hey, you heard it from me. Okay, what are upset you going to predict? Tell me what the score is going to be. Oh, it's going to be by three. Okay, Houston by three. Hmm. All right. Okay, we'll see. Uh, what? Okay, what do you think on the other side? The 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 Zags are going to win by how many? You know what? I'm predicting twelve plus. Yeah, gotta have to. Uh, you have to. They've won 27, 28 straight games by double digits. Yeah. So yeah, and just they've got you know Mark Few was on ESPN last night the other day, and um, you know it, it's all about the chemistry and how well the team gets on, and they just have too many weapons because if Suggs is having an off night, which he has here and there, guys like Timmy step up or Ayayi steps up or yeah, Nemhart steps Suggs, up. Suggs is a stud. Yeah. Oh, he is. He absolutely is. And and put some respect on Drew Timmy's name. Yeah. Yeah. On Timmy and of course the Kisper, whole damn the team. The Just put some respect on their name. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just. Well, I mean, saying, baby. They've, they've proven it every time out. So you know, there's there's no reason why they shouldn't win. It doesn't matter who they play. Oh, hey, and listen, and and you know listen. something, Gonzaga would be a very good G League team. Listen here. They could Gonzaga, compete. Gonzaga would be Orlando right now. Yeah, probably. Probably. We got a couple of teams in the league that that the Zags can come come get them. Mm. Zag is the place to be, man. Yeah, and especially with their and their incoming recruiting class, they're going to be good for a very long time. Hey, listen, I'm telling you, whatever your favorite, you know, um, fast food burger, you know, and fries, that's what the starting five is, right? And, And and the bench players that come off that bench mob, really efficient and disciplined. They like those fries that get to the bottom of the bag, baby. You know, they real good. You know, everybody the best, trying to find the best. Them. You know what I'm saying? Everybody trying to find them. And that's what's so different, right? So when we substitute and bring a guy in, and, and, and you know, it, it doesn't change. Just the tempo changes. But the, mm-hmm. but the, but the execution level stays the same. Mm-hmm. That's because we're watering the bamboo over there, the coaching staff, baby. It's mm-hmm. a development hub. Do you mean you stay ready so you don't have to get ready? That's right. So if any recruits out there, you better look at this and understand you got to be built for it now. Everybody can't endure, you know, being probed, picked and prod, right? Because it's about the details, right? And you got some dogs over there. So get in line, right? It ain't easy. So it ain't for the faint hearted, right? And parents too. Now, you know, some parents can't go through this zag stuff, you know, they different over there. Hmm. Okay. Can't go through it. Some people can't see their kid not playing. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. You know, my thing is as long as they're developing and the end goal is happening, I'm cool. But I will go on record to say this, though, Sherm, 
you know, Dom sit down, you know, his little sit down uh, voucher he got right now, it expires at the end of this season. Right. You know yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, you've said that before. So let me ask you this then, because this might have an effect on that. At the end of this year, no matter what the what happens, you know, I'm assuming as everyone is, they'll be 32 and 0 and raising the trophy. Who of the Gonzaga team now will not be there next year? Man, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't want to speak their money. You know, we, you know, I want to talk their money, but I would think. I mean, I mean, hands down, we know Suggs is out, right? Mm. He's, he's gone. He's probably a lottery pick. Oh, yeah. he should be. He should yeah. be. You know, he should be. And then um, we know Kisper should be a first rounder. Right. Will he get in a lottery because he deserves it. Right. Yep. And then Joel should go. Right. I know they probably got him projected, you know, uh, early second round, but he's a winner. I don't know why you don't put him in the first round. He should be one of the best of the top. Matter of fact, those three guys should be in the top 30 picks in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah, um, you know that's that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, the NBA draft only has two rounds. Yeah, I mean that's really strange that they, uh, you know, it was years ago that they cut it down, but that really changed the dynamic of teams and rounds and 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 the yeah. draft. Yeah, so and they have to Timmy, evaluate Timmy, a lot more. You know, and Timmy does his thing. He was what most valuable player of the Western region. Of the yeah, Western. yeah, he's had he has had an incredible playoff. ATM man, great one of the best footworks and and hip fake and shorter moves, mm-hmm. you know, of, of bigs that I've seen in a long time. Great yep. for the game. He mm-hmm. was ripping the ball from guards the other night. Yeah, he's got great steals. He he's very smooth. He plays a good tempo. He he plays with intensity, but you know he he keeps it in control. He's got from a great family. Yeah, he's got you know, good touch on the inside. Play. Oh yeah, I love seeing him play. I'm I listen. My, my look, all the all the players, man. When they play, man, my my blood boils. I, I love it, man. It, it doesn't get any better than that, you know. I'm 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 a Zag fan, so you know I I, I cheer for all of them. Are you are you loud and vocal and obnoxious yeah. when you're in the stands, or are no, you trying I'm, to keep it cool? Yeah, I'm not that dude because I used to coach, right? So um, I don't really clap much, you know, at all. You know, I try not to because I forget sometimes. And, I don't want people to think I'm clapping for one person and not the other. You know, you know the peanut gallery. They, they <laughs> say what they say, but I, I love them all, man. But mm. you know, I'm I'm a, a guy that just jump up, you know, or you know when I see a great play and and all you know those kind of things. But um, I, I love everything that we got going on. I love to hear what all the players were were saying. They they understand they got to finish their breakfast. They understand that hey, you know, just like Kobe said. You know, job not done, right? Right. Job not done. Right. So right. we're going to finish this thing off. Right. And and I had mentioned this in previous podcasts that the team, if you go back and you look at championship teams, they've always had great leadership at the point. And this year is no different for Gonzaga. Right. Obviously, they, they might have the best uh, point guard. And the interesting thing about him, Suggs, is that not only was he Mr. Basketball in the state of Minnesota, he was also Mr. Football. Right. Yeah. That that's how good an athlete he could have done anything or gone anywhere. Now, Absolutely. Baylor has one of those guys in Macy Oteague. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of leaning a little bit more toward Baylor than I am toward Houston. Listen here. I, I like listen, if your name is Macyo, <laughs> you know, all I can think is James Brown calling out Macyo. <laughs> you gotta be a bad boy. You can't be 
You gotta be a baller if your name is Maceo. That's yeah. all. I'm- well, you know, he's he is seasoned at this point. He's got the experience. He's the leader of that team on the court in particular. Uh, you know, I just I it would be a great matchup. You know, Suggs and Teague, I think, would be on listen, the floor. Here, would be outstanding. You know. Hey, listen, I, I ain't going to say I'm going to place a bet because I'm in Indiana. You can place a bet. But what, <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is, hey, Suggs all the way, all day long, baby. Yeah, it's hard to bet against that guy. Listen, I ain't betting against him. That's family, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. hey, this is what it is, man. You know, I sold you up for that family over there. So you show me another point guard this year. Uh, let's I'll see. wait. I'll wait. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who you could. You, nobody yeah. else could be in that class. I mean, they're a yeah. great player. There are some really yeah. good players, but I, I don't. Show me another. Okay, exactly. Yeah. You know, and guess what? You know what the benefit is? Like my boy gets to go against him every every day in practice. Mm. Mm. Okay, okay. all stars, NBA guys. Yeah, you don't get any better. And, and my boy can go. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the next thing out, out of there. Watch. Mm. Hey, you know, I had mentioned about John Stockton. He's there. He was they uh, showed him on television. Did hey, you see him? I was with him. I was, oh, okay. I was, I was, I was one row behind him. Okay. Yeah, you know we buy greatness. Come on, man. You know where warriors are. Warriors <laughs> build greatness, baby. Yeah. All right then. Hey, you know where where the first game when it comes around, uh, Baylor plays Houston. They're the early game, and uh, Gonzaga UCLA is the later game. Uh, right. Do you? Go to that first game as well. Do you no, have I, no? I mean, uh, you can get tickets and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not. But you know, one cool thing that's happening um uh, on Friday, this Friday coming up, um, before you know the final four games that are on Saturday, they're allowing parents, family, and friends to go to all four practices. Oh, that's sweet. So I'm going to all four practices. And uh, you got to get tickets. Luckily, you know, we're family, so we get in free. And yeah. um, I'm going to go check out everybody. Ah, okay. Nice practices, you know. Nice. I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. How much time have you gotten with Dom? None. Yeah, I was going to say, you had mentioned this in an earlier podcast, that you've got very little access. Yep, none at all. Hmm, okay. That's zero. I mean, I know, you, I know you talk on the phone, obviously, but you haven't gotten mm-hmm. any FaceTime. Right, you haven't had uh, the chance well, to actually the be in the. NCAA did some kind of really cool yesterday. <clears throat> was they had this fence at this ballpark called Victory Field. Okay, and you know, so the fence was in front of us. You know, it's like a iron rod iron fence. Right, and they had to still be six feet from that, and you could have to be six feet from the other side, but you could wave and talk. Oh, okay. We, we, we got to do that the first time, and it's been what seventeen days or so. Gee whiz. 16 days. 16 days now. How many more days I got? 14, four days, four more days, right? Yeah, right. So so 16 days. So at the 16-day mark, they finally uh, you know, let us see them and from a distance still. And, and it was it was monitored by an NCAA compliance. Person. Sounds like sounds like a prison visit. Man, like you, <laughs> you, like you got the the wall, but you're on the telephone, you've got the the, the glass between you two and you can't man, be near man, each other. Man, I'm telling you, listen, hey, it's the best bubble to be a part of, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Because listen, you get a you get a chance to go for a championship. I mean, I sat there and watched the whole fan base go crazy, right? And you know, because really we've been part of this Zag family for four years now. 
and um you know officially right since we right since you committed or whatever and um you know to be able to be in the biz the building all year and to be able to see this and and to see them cut down the nets right in the gym it don't get no better than that yeah now, the cool thing about it is my kid's coming back next year so you know he's gonna be able to to, to have the zombies rocking hmm. and that's gonna be after a championship season did he get part of the net he did oh that's sweet video and everything yeah i'm so jealous i can't wait to take it yeah um, I, didn't i see the video i think did you post it on yeah Instagram? i did man I'm, up the ladder. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take the i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna sneak his 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 net i'm gonna take that net and i'm gonna keep it so <laughs> okay. i think now, you, now, you deserve now it he knows about it now he knows about it so maybe i can't pull it off now uh, i don't know bob he probably won't find out in time. You'll 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 sneak that from him before he finds out. You know. Yeah. No, but no, it's exciting time. This it's really Oh yeah. Which by the way, Gonzaga is a 14 point favorite over UCLA. Baylor is a 5 point favorite over Houston. Baylor you know, will lose. <clears throat> Baylor will lose to Houston. What what makes you say that? Why is Houston the better team? Because they hungry. Mm. I saw dogs ready to eat. Dogs ready to eat. Baylor looked like they they was just limping through, going through the motions. Mm. Man, well, okay. If that's if that's the case, though, think about it. Baylor went through the motions and still beat a good Arkansas team. Arkansas was confused. (laughs) Okay. All right then. they, They can't understand, and the fellows around. Moses Moody couldn't understand that he the mill ticket. Mm. Hey, you don't off look the mill ticket. He's the creme de la creme. He's the reason why you're there. Okay, the rose wasn't defined. They started off looking the mill ticket, not giving them the ball and rhythm. And that's why they lost. They went eight minutes without scoring a bucket. Mm. If, he, if you know anything about Moses Moody, you know that he can score the basketball. Give mm. it to your stud. But the other four players that was around them couldn't stay in their lane, Sherm. That's the reason why they lost. Mm. And then the coach didn't run nothing simple. I mean, even when I used to coach in grassroots and in AU, whatever, I would say, listen, hey, nobody shoot outside the paint. Let's 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 get a shot inside the paint. Let's go inside their chest. Let's get to the free love three throw line. Let's get our rhythm. Let's make it happen. It's unacceptable to have a team of that caliber not to score for eight minutes. You got to be able to run some stuff to get your studs the ball. Now, hey, guess what? I'm I'm on the couch. He's on the bench. Maybe they had issues over there. I don't know. But I know that. I can tell you that. Hmm. Okay. I All right. Do, well, I could do a play in the sand. I know, but you got you to give a little credit to Baylor and their defense. Listen, I'm telling you right now, okay, that Baylor defense – was good, but it wasn't great. Mm. Okay, it wasn't great. The stuff that was being ran at that time frame wasn't good because dudes start playing hero ball, and they wouldn't go through the bucket getter. And the bucket getter has always been Moses Moody. Look it up. He's been that since Mount Verde. He's a stud. He's going to be a great uh, uh, addition to any NBA team that comes through. He's a stud. They didn't give it to a stud. Now, mm-hmm. who's that on? It's on the players not understanding and recognizing who's who out there 
And it's on the coaching staff to make sure your stud get a basket, an easy bucket. That's what plays are for, right? It's supposed to make scoring and all the little things of, of the game of basketball easier, right? That's why we do it, right? That's unacceptable. Eight minutes without a score, it wasn't yeah. a lockdown. Yeah, you, yeah. okay. All right. Well, some of it, most of it then, all right, we'll say is Arkansas. Here's You just want to keep giving Baylor credit? Yes, because here's here's also the problem I see. Houston's largest player is six eight. They don't. They're not going to match up size wise. Okay. They're going to have. They're going to have to run them out of the building, which they can do because they're pretty athletic. But they've got a few guys who are six eight. But that's it. And even you telling me speed and agility can't get past big. Yeah, they're going to have to. They're going to have to run them out of the building. Although, but but. Baylor is just as athletic. Okay. <laughs> okay. I know. Okay. So we disagree on that. That's fine. No problem. It'll be interesting to see what happens. And you well, know what? I just, if, but I'm not going to argue with somebody who who lost every call, every pick that he's had so far. <laughs> I haven't I'm, lost. How many picks have you got right? But I'm, the reason the reason out. I'm so adamant, I just I want to see the. I want to see the two best teams play, and I still think Baylor is one of the two best teams. Listen here. The two best teams will be in the final game because it's all about survive and advance, period. Mm, that's a Jim Valvano. Oh, by the way, uh, just coming up, I'm breaking this right now, Roy Williams at North Carolina is retiring. Just came across. Wow. Yep, after 33 wow. seasons. Well, mm-hmm. it makes sense because his kid's been in the transfer portal the last five days. <laughs> That's funny. But, but let me tell you this. Yep. Maybe he told him. Maybe he'd say, hey, get your asses out of here, right? I'm yep. retired. But I want to say this. What Roy has done for basketball is unmeasurable. And he's mm-hmm. a great coach, and I wish him well. And, and I want to thank him for his service. Yeah. Well, he he's a good guy. Yeah, really. He's done a good job, obviously, uh, at, at a variety of programs, and they've all flourished. They've all been good. He was great at Kansas. He was great at North Carolina. He's won three championships uh, in his 33 seasons as college basketball head coach. It's time for Roy to let somebody else in. It's time. Yeah, maybe it is. But, hey, so, okay, we're switching gears here a little bit because, you know, we were talking about Indiana and Hoosiers. The new head coach of the Indiana Hoosiers is Mike Woodson, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, if you say it's time, who did he get in touch with to join his staff? One of the first calls he made was Larry Brown. Larry Brown's 80 years old and and he's coached about a dozen or two dozen teams. And the first call that Woodson makes is to Larry Brown. I think that's interesting. He's going for the total experience. He owed him a favor, baby. (laughs) (laughs) He had an IOU. Maybe he's got some photographs of him or something. I don't hey, know. Hey, no. Hey, hey, sir. You can appreciate this. He had an IOU handwritten and printed on the inside of a matchbox. Okay? <laughs> not, yeah. not a napkin, but a, a, a pack of matches. <laughs> you know, that's how old yep, this matchbook. is. You know, back in the day, they used to write anything inside the matchbook, right? You just had to write anything. And here, I'm here to tell mm-hmm. you. Hey, he owed him an old favor. This thing probably came back from a five-star basketball camp or something in 1934. Oh, yeah. It's 
You might be right. Hey, it's all who you know. You know how hey. you know that the, the carousel works that way. It's all who you know. Hey, but you know, I will say that I believe you're gonna turn Indiana around. It can't get no worse. Well, it can't get yeah, no I was worse just gonna say they're they're just gonna, yep. Tom Cream yeah. didn't do it. Was Cream was it Cream or Cream or what is it? Cream, yeah, Cream. Yeah, yeah, he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last heyday was when a chair went across the, the floor with Bobby. Yeah, Bob. Robert Montgomery Knight, the general. Right. I mean, so they haven't seen a great day of basketball since. Now, that's absolutely true. And the Miller brothers are just screwing everything up in right. college basketball. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I, you know, I just hope that. You know, Mike, not the fall guy. Sometimes the black guy dies in the movie first. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. He's, I hope you know the hell not. It's the nah, he's, he's, you know, he's pretty well established. He's obviously uh, got a great deal of experience. He knows everybody. And as we say, there's nowhere to go but up for Hoosier basketball. So I think he's I'm actually positioned pretty well. And he's alumni. He is. I'm just saying, though. Yeah. No, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think he's positioned pretty well. I think he's the right guy in the right spot. Well, listen, so, he went and got the oldest uh, piece on the damn chessboard. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, the interesting thing is, um, you know, as I say, I think they've set him up for success, but he has not really coached college much. He's mostly been in the NBA, and that's a whole different set of, of attitudes and characters and personalities. So now he's got to recruit where you didn't have to recruit before. So, you know, this is what I think though. This is really what I believe. I believe number one, Indiana is a great place for basketball. If you don't believe me, ask number 33 from Fritz Lick. That's what I got to say. That's the first. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Number two, if he played the NBA game, all the kids want to get there, go there. Run yeah. the style that works for you so you can let them know that we can make sure that your game translates. And then number three, when all else fails, you got Larry Brown. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Absolutely true. Who you know, the, argue against Larry Brown, man. It doesn't and I, matter. And I got to believe he's, about Larry Brown. he's probably going to get the in-state talent to stay home rather than go oh. to the Blue Blood schools. Hey. I mean, I remember when Indiana was making moves to being a blue blood back yeah. in, in the day, but it just didn't. I mean, they had Isaiah Thomas. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They had some great, hey, Keith they Smart. Had they had some great players go through there. You know? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to see IU do their thing again. Right. Absolutely. I agree entirely. They're, you know what? As I say, I think he's probably the right guy in the right spot for that. Probably. Hey, I, yeah. Listen, uh, hey, hats off to uh, the university with taking a risk on that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, not the most popular, you know, you know, pick, but I believe it's the one. Right. I do as well. I do as well. Okay. So we've established our teams. We're still obviously both going with Gonzaga uh, to win the whole thing, whether it's against Baylor or against Houston. I really don't see UCLA have it. I mean, good team. UCLA has a chance like everyone else. Yep, absolutely. Good team, good players, and they're playing well right now. Mick Cronin's done an absolutely outstanding job, a number 11 seed, but I really don't see them getting by. They they may give them a good game. It might be a good game, but I don't think they're going to – 
I'm just letting you know this, right? I, I want to cut you off before you get too far into this to let you know some breaking news right now. I got breaking news for you. Okay. If the Zaz get down by 15 against UCLA, I am going to streak across the, 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 the whole court to disrupt the action to get momentum for the Zags. Okay, so now I'm rooting for UCLA. <laughs> my, my, whole, my whole point of view has just changed. I don't know if I want to see that, but if you can make it down to the court. I'm hoping that that gross the test of a body coming across the screen. The visual is great, but I can't unsee it now. I can't get it out of my head. It's enough to swing the momentum so we can get a championship. I'm just telling you. Oh, my gosh. I just okay. can't. Oh, wow. I'm just going to run across, bro. All right. I'm going to run across. Thank you for the heads up. Oh, hey, my goodness. Arms are flailing. Okay. Anything I can do to get the momentum back. Okay, now I may not never get to another NCAA event, but if that means we're going to swing the momentum and get the championship, I think I'll be a folk hero for the Zags oh. for a long time. Oh, absolutely. If you can help them to the not to the national championship, yeah, you'll you'll earn a place hey, in uh, this Gonzaga is premeditated. This okay. is premeditated because you're hearing it first. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'm rooting for UCLA. Holy cow. If they get up by 15, I'm shirt off everything. It's you know, there's, there's only been one game this year for Gonzaga that was something like that, and that was the BYU game when they were trailing right. by 12. Yeah, yeah. But it, they came back in the second half. And, you know, Gonzaga, as well as they play in the first half, is more of a second-half team. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they, sometimes it's close in the first half. They might only be up seven. They might only be up 10, but then they just pull away in the second half and early in the second half. So we cannot lose. Sure. We can't yeah, lose. I, I don't see, I don't see UCLA getting anywhere close. Okay. So we've established that let's switch gears and talk about the women's side. Woo, man. I got, I got stopped with the three, women. three number ones and a number mm. three. <clears throat> now, you know where my allegiance is. Do I, I think? Do I think it's possible? I don't think it's possible. I, I mean, UConn right now and Paige Buckers, who also was the basketball player of the year for the uh, state of, of Minnesota. Yeah, wow. and now and now just won the player of the year award as a freshman, which has she never did. happened. Crazy. Yeah. She needs fourteen points to surpass uh, all freshman scorers in UConn history. Uh, for the one NCAA championship. She's played four games. Hey, and that's I think, a four goal I think Maya Moore and Brianna Stewart are the only two that have more points than she does as freshmen in the NCAA tournament. And they played five games. She's only played four. She is a special talent. That That's Very special. unbelievable. And, you know, the history there, they have 11 championships. Uh, it's Gino Ariema. He's got everybody around her, but she just takes over the game. Um, she does, man. Hey, yeah. you know, I'll tell you that in uh, – you know, it's just a phenomenal just to see her greatness. Mm. I mean, yeah. as a freshman, can you mm -hmm. imagine what she's gonna look like as a senior? Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's Crazy. gonna set she's gonna set every record. Provided she stays healthy, she'll set mm -hmm. every record on the Hey, planet. I agree, but you know, I want to tap on a little bit more history. Let's talk about two African American also. women coaches. Yeah, yeah. In the first final four together. Right. Right. That's there amazing. There was a time when there was only one African-American head coach in women's, oh, and that was, that was Vivian Stringer. That, yeah. Now, uh, you know, it, it's just Adia Barnes, who is a, obviously alumni from UCL, uh, from Arizona. Sorry. Uh, right. Yeah. And first time to get them where they are. And she played in the WNBA as well. And of course, Don Staley. Right. Uh, 
just blazing a path, which is really a neat thing to see. Really and, cool. And, and I mean, and it's amazing. Like, I mean, listen, you know, I always like to trash your Mildcats, no <laughs> doubt about it. But the women has been carrying y'all program. I oh, mean, absolutely. Oh, gosh, I mean, yeah. You know, and I want to put some respect on her name. I'm so proud of what they have accomplished this year, what they continue to accomplish. And, and, and really to, to get under that dark cloud that Miller has put over the program yeah. and oh, still yeah. being able to succeed. I mean, I think she needs to have, you know, Arizona needs to have more fanfare and more coverage, you know, of what they've been able to do because your men's program pretty much dictate your women's program. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. And that cloud has been over hovering over Arizona for the last 18 months. She's been able to continue to recruit, continue to win and weather that storm. And I know that hasn't been easy, coach. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? I know it hasn't been easy, but she's been doing it. So she needs to be um, really pretty much we need to edify her. We need to. Yeah. exalt her a little bit right yeah we need we need to recognize absolutely and and yeah. she may have aside from Paige buckers she may have the best point guard in the nation playing the best right now and hey, I'm not, I'm not, hey, over I 30 points I'm in 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 each of the games I mean, she's hey, just on fire straight baller i mean <clears throat> i mean come on i mean you don't get no better than her right now right Right. And, you know, the funny thing is, is she did not shoot the three very well during the regular season. But in this championship, she's shooting about 60 percent from three point line. They were giving her the shot, but now she's knocking them down. So if they play up, you know, if they D up, she's going to get around them. And she's left handed is another thing. And so, you know, it it just she's an anomaly in terms of players. You don't see that quite as often in the women's game. And she is just knocking down everything she throws up. I mean, so, hey, I shoot just she shoot like me. <laughs> she shoot like me, and you are gonna see it too in August, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I can't, I can't wait to see it. I Bucky's cannot wait to see it. Face just wet. All right. <laughs> you know what the sound of net sound like when the ball going through it. That's yeah. all you gonna hear. Yeah, I know. When I go get the ball every time I sh- hey, is are we playing winners or losers? Hey, listen, whatever we do, it, it's in your best interest. Not to play, make it, take it, because oh, you might oh, not even okay. get a shot. You might okay. not even get a shot, baby. All right, we'll see. Uh, you can, you know what? You can have the ball out first. How about that? And I guarantee you, I'm gonna be so cold. You ain't getting a shot. You're gonna mm. get skunked. Okay. Skunked at seven zero. You know okay. that, right? Yeah, I can't. I, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember. I gotta remember this podcast because <clears throat> when it doesn't happen the way you're saying it, I want to hey, go back. Can we listen. do best out of five? Best out of five. Hey, like, listen, hold on. You said when when we have this podcast, if it doesn't happen like that, you, you, I better remember it. Is that what you said? Yeah, this is on. You know, this is official record now. This so I is- want you. Okay, okay. I want you to remember this then. You, do you remember Ted DiBiase? Yeah, you know, I think. Yeah, dollar man. Yeah. Everybody has a price for the million dollar man. Okay. So if it doesn't go the way that it needs to, <laughs> okay. I'm sure we can figure it out. All right. You want to play the best of five? Is that what you said? Hey, if you don't got the energy, don't say it. Then. Oh, I absolutely. No, I'm just hey, clarifying. Is that what you're asking? You want to play the I, best of five? Listen, like, if you need to, you know, I get it that, you know, sometimes, you know, your Geritol don't work. Oh, my so, gosh. I'm not uh, that much older than if we need to go best of three, that's fine. You just so went Geritol on me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. 
<laughs> I am not that old. We can we can play the best of whatever you want, man. We can make it a World Series. We can make it an NBA you play. Know, you know that order. Sometimes Amazon cuts your order of Geritol, so I get it. You know, don't worry about it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can go best of three or best of five. You let me know. Okay, whatever. Hey, I'll let you make that call. Whatever you want, I'm fine. I'll go along with all of it. Hey, no problem. Hey, I'm just saying, you know, Stanima might be, a, you know, a problem for you. All right. All right. Yeah, well, we'll have to see what that looks like in, in uh, August. If I can even stay upright that long. You know how old <laughs> I am. I'm just saying, I know the ARP card has a little bit of benefits for that Geritol. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, hey, I'm gonna. For some of our young listeners, probably have no clue what Jantar yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not even resonating. It's not resonating with it right now. Sir. Absolutely not. That's funny. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, so uh, and I'll probably be having to wear my depends when I'm out there too. <laughs> but you know, you know, it doesn't it doesn't hinder my movement. I'm still good side to side. So you're you're not getting baseline. <laughs> You got the aerodynamics. I think yeah. they got the V cut slits on the side. It's ta they're tapered, you know. And there's a there's a, a tape that I can uh, affix. I could use Velcro or something to keep my, my movement supple. Hey, mine's mine's got the extra double zipper. I could just unloose one of the zippers, and I'm good. I'm good. Oh my gosh. All right. Hey, uh, uh, while I'm thinking of it, by the way, just so everybody knows, UConn is a 13 and a half point favorite over Arizona. Man, I'm sorry, Arizona, but they're going to beat y'all by a dub for sure. So, yeah, um, it might. Yeah, it that's might a bad beat. I'm here to tell you, they're going to yeah. blow it spread up. No yeah, no. you know, Arizona, Arizona did very well to get to where they are, and they should be commended. They've had a great season, all of it. Uh, I, I just think it ends here. And I, Pretty sure the rest of the country and everybody who knows basketball thinks the same. Um, yeah. But uh, in the other game, uh, it's the number one seeded South Carolina Gamecocks, 26 and four against the number one overall seed, Stanford Cardinal, 29 and two. Let me uh, tell you, man, and, I, and, I know you're going to say Stanford, right? Well, there, here, here's the other thing we got to point out there are two Pac 12 teams in the final four. Very, very cool. And now obviously the Pac-12 has become one of the premier conferences. It's hard to go against Stanford here. I know. And, you know, Russell Wilson's sister balling out out there. Yep. Yep. And he's there. Did you see him? Have you seen him there? Yeah, oh, actually, you're I, not there. Well, I'm not, not there. The women's they're, they're in San they're, Antonio. Yeah, they're in Texas. But I've been seeing him on on uh, ESPN. Right, right. Highlights. And, um you know, I was thinking he better get ready for training camp. That's if Seattle keep them. Yeah, they got a little true. controversy up there, right? Yeah, they do. Uh, but um, you know, far as Stanford, you know, against South Carolina, I mean, if South Carolina hold true to their defensive prowess, I think you know they got a chance to make this a tough game. But I still see Stanford winning by at least five points. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Sounds about yeah. right. Um. You know, the two uh, historic coaches and Don Staley and Tara Vanderveer. And uh, there are, you know, a, a dozen iconic names, obviously, in, in on the women's side coaching. None more so than Gino. I mean, uh, you can't. Uh, and the thing is about these coaches, they're all so good. They can't outcoach each other. It's right? just, it's the players, obviously, because, you know, is, uh, is 
Tyra Vanderveer going to outcoach Don Staley or vice versa? Probably well, not. You heard, about, you heard what the Baylor coach said. Yeah, yeah. She said, I'm not going to outcoach Gino. But she's right. You can't outcoach a guy who's got 11 championships. She was saying that sarcastically. And I will go on the record and say the young lady from Baylor got fouled. She got fouled by two uh, uh, girls out there. You have two young ladies out there fouled her baseline. She should have been shooting free throws. That no call didn't sit well with me. Okay. But as a coach – you know as well as anyone that the entirety of the game has to come into play. It's not – the game doesn't change or – Sure, did she not get fouled? She did. did. Yes, she did. But but here, here's some other points. Earlier in the game, as an example, Baylor missed about eight or ten free throws. If they make two or three of those free throws, things I understand are that. You know, the, the entirety of the game, you can't blame the whole Sir, thing on one call I'm or non-call. Sure. This is what I'm saying. Was it a foul or not? It was a foul, yes. So should she been at the free throws line or not? Yes. Why wasn't she then? But also, you're are, are we going are we going to assume that she makes two free throws? She might only make one. Maybe she misses two. And here, just before that, the girl from Yukon was at the line and she missed two free throws. She could have salted the game away. Apples and oranges. There's a lot of ifs. Apples and oranges. This is the only thing I'm seeing. Sure. Did the young lady get fouled? Yes. Why didn't she shoot free throws? Because they just didn't call the foul. It happens a lot. Why didn't they? They swallowed their whistle because they didn't want to be on national TV or be the person who made the call that sunk, you know, UConn being one of the biggest names of women's sports to get knocked out. The young lady should have had an opportunity to shoot free throws. I don't care what happened before, okay? Sure, I don't care about that. She got fouled. Should she not be at the line and let the game settle itself? They swallowed their whistle, Sherm. Why yeah. did they swallow their whistle? That's what I want to know. Are you going to go on record and say why you think they swallowed their whistle or not? Well, maybe they didn't look like a foul. Maybe they're out of oh, position. How did, that, how did two bodies on one knocking her to the ground didn't look like a foul to you, Sherm? Hand, now, they didn't have verticality either. They, they didn't have their hands straight up. Their hands were over top. Also, it's a foul all day long, Sherm. Okay. So why didn't they review it? Are they allowed to review it on TV? Uh, probably not in the college game. What mm-hmm. I'm saying to you is, hey, the refs did not – they swallowed their whistle. It was – the moment was too big for them. Make the damn call. That's all I'm saying. Make the call. And if she missed the free throws, we can live with that. But don't steal the game. Don't steal the game, refs. You stole the game. The girl got – she got fouled. She went, made a hard play baseline, got fouled by two, went through the girl's chest. She's supposed to be, you know, on the free throw line with a chance to win the game. But yet you hit me with a no call like that? When you know it's clearly a foul, I can see if it was one-on-one, right? And then you can say, okay, baby. But it was two. Mm. Two defenders fouled her. Yeah, all right. I, I just I, – I don't put the whole thing that. in one play ever. I'm not – I'm not – Here, you know what? Here, you know what? Uh, but what affected – I understand, but what, what affected the game more than anything is when uh, – I can't remember her name – pulled her hamstring and came out. The best defensive player in the country plays for I'm, Baylor. But drive on the left saying, side. But this is what I'm saying, Sherm. Stop. We make, why are you making excuses, Sherm? Did you know one of the refs 
No, but I don't. But I don't base the whole thing on one call. I mean, the the New Orleans Saints, the same thing well, on the way to the Super Bowl in the NFC Championship game. Same thing. It's just, it's not the one call. It's the entirety of the game. Play the game better and don't be in that deal. position. Why aren't they up here's by the, ten points? Hey, here's the deal. I agree that they could have played the game better. But what I'm telling you is the sequence of events of the win out should not impact the game that manner. You know that, sure. Right. You know I that. I agree. Yep. All I'm saying. So even though they were putting the stick on the, the whole damn game and they fumbled some, yes, it's not one reason why they were in the situation that they were in. They also got blessed by the gods up above of a real call of a foul that should have gave them an opportunity to resurrect all those wrongs. It's okay to win ugly. We have all done that as coaches, but you do not want your ability to be stripped because the refs don't want to make a call that everybody see. Even Ray Charles saw that. Even Stephen Wonder saw that. Sherm? Okay. <laughs> Come on. They swallowed their whistle because the moment got too big and nobody wanted to be the, be the ref that, that knocked out Geno's team. They don't want that. Mm. A lot of pressure out there, sure. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to cast dispersions on somebody's, you know, uh, integrity or, or whatever. But I'm saying it's a little ironic that that foul call didn't happen. Mm. That's all I'm saying. All right. So you think? Do you think there's an Ariama effect? You damn straight. I do. Oh, so there's an influence. Yeah, I think okay. it's. A, I think it's a you kind of. Uh, Understanding UConn and what it does for the women's game, also. Hmm. But All guess right. what? Baylor should have been to the free throw line, sure. Period. Yeah, true. That's facts. Now, if they had missed it, made it, whatever, you live with that. But I'm going to tell you this as a fan you know, the ratings go down when UConn is not near this final four in this last game. You know that. Yep. Okay. That's true. Yep. So right. you tell me, sure. Same with, same with LeBron and the Lakers if they're not in the playoffs. Right. Who's paying attention? You tell me. You yeah. sure that wasn't some influence there? Oh, all of a sudden we're going to let this shit play out? Mm. Or we're going to let it play out? We're going to let it play out? She got fouled. Call the call. Mm. Tighten up your bootstraps. Be a ref. Make the right call. Mm. Do not steal that from those student athletes. I felt like Baylor got one up pulled over on them. I bet you they feel the same way too. Yeah. And well, what's, the, what's the Baylor coach name? Is it Malky? Yeah. Yeah, I bet she. I bet right now she still can't sleep. Mm. She probably shivering in the corner right now. Re, that moment re, get replayed a thousand times. Okay, so what's the answer? Make the damn call. Blow the whistle. No, I understand that, but if they don't and they make a mistake, we should have. Why, listen, why, look where we have, are at this point. You know, we're a couple of days afterward. They're not going to replay that part of the game. But refs should have consequences too. Everybody should be held accountable to do their damn job. Well, Refs should make bad calls should not be a part of the groups that, that, that cause the biggest games, and this should have been reviewed, and that ref should be looked at of not going to some other games for costing them not doing his job effectively. Don't okay. steal that from the girls. All right, that makes sense. I'm sure all the referees get reviewed, and every all the officials in every major sport have to do a review. Because you know, you've got to you've got to maintain your consistency and the integrity of the product. But how does that help Baylor today? It doesn't help Baylor today, but it helps a Baylor for tomorrow, Sharon. 
Hmm. Okay, well, I don't think Baylor cares about tomorrow right now. They're still stinging from the other day. Yeah, because I agree. Okay, what, okay, I agree. Maybe a hard shot of liquor for, for the now. Okay, but, but see, that's but the thing. Why can't they? Why can't they go to the video and say, "Oh, yep, foul." Okay, we'll call hey, foul. I'm, a, I'm a, listen. I'm a, I'm okay with that. Two minutes left in the game for them to do that. I'm okay with that. But the women's game already is kind of slow. You okay, know, you but, don't want to slow it down anymore. Yeah, but at that juncture of the of the game and of the uh, season, I at agree. a critical point, take sixty seconds and look at it. It would have only sure. taken them thirty seconds to make sure. that. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. All right. But but you know you gotta call it like you see it. Don't or not, know. yeah, or not call it as they didn't see it. Oh, okay. They didn't see it. I'm sure that was your cousin, baby mama. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Yeah, those those uh referees, those officials are gonna be officiating our one on one. So I've already made a call. Because <laughs> you're gonna hack me so uh, bad, it's gonna be hacked soon. No, I'm 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 all finesse, baby. I'll finesse. Okay. Oh, before I forget, who's your pick? Are you taking South Carolina or Stanford? My heart is saying South Carolina, but my basketball acumen is saying Stanford. Okay. So who's your pick? Stanford's favored by six, I might add. Stanford by 10. Okay. All right. So we're going to go Stanford and UConn, which were basically the two best teams the whole year, kind of like Baylor and Gonzaga. Okay, so I'm going Arizona and, <laughs> and South Carolina. Okay. <laughs> I'm going Arizona and South Carolina. I will take the opposite too. <laughs> I don't I, I really don't see Arizona getting by UConn, but you know where my heart is. So I got to stay with the Lady Wildcats. <laughs> so here's the deal. Since I know where your heart is. Yeah. So you can't claim to win if they win. That's all I'm saying. I can't? No, you can't. Why not? I'm taking the I'm taking the Wildcats. I, I doesn't matter. I they're playing the best team in the nation, but I still I'm going to take the Wildcats. And if they win, oh, okay. I'm claiming the win. Okay, no, no problem. I thought you were going against them. My bad. Oh no, 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 no. That's I I've got to I got to stick with them. You know, I I die hard red, white, and blue. So <clears throat> okay, now I know okay. where. Okay, so you got Stanford and UConn. I got Stanford. And Arizona. Okay. So we've got a little bit of a difference of opinion there. Um, I'm rooting for you. That's my heart saying Arizona, not my head. Okay. I'm going with my heart on this one. I'm choking right now saying that I'm rooting for you. But you know what? I tell you what, this would be very cool if Arizona played South Carolina for a couple of reasons, obviously underdogs. I don't know how much of an underdog South Carolina is, but it would be unprecedented to have having two black female head coaches going up against. That would be the best thing ever, bro. Yeah, that would be very I cool. I mean, you know, especially with all the, the, the segues that's been going on, right? Yeah. With diversity, inclusion, and equity, and for that yep. to be, um, you know, something that's going on right now, I think that would be that would be something awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It so let's, be, let's, it, let's keep that one in our hearts. Even yeah, though it might I not mean, be in our heads, we'll keep right, it in our hearts. Right. I mean, I mean, that would be a great – introduction or cap capstone right of uh the season for them right right and you know south carolina's got the defense they might be able to do it because you know they beat texas 62 34 and texas did not score a point in the entire fourth quarter 
And you're right. And, and can I say this too? I know we said, hey, yeah, two black women coaches going at it. That'd be so great because it's never been done. And it just keep, continues to move the color lines. We love it. But I do want to say that all four of the coaches deserve to be right here. So they earned this opportunity. Nobody give it to them, right? It's an earned opportunity. And their programs have been playing better than anybody. Mm -hmm. right? So this is a testament to the great work of the women head coaches who, who gets their teams ready and prepared to be here. You know, sometimes we got this disconnect thinking that women athletes don't put it in. That's a misnomer for sure. Okay. They're athletes too. They're, they're, they should be included. They should be also the coverage of media should be expanded for them. You know, I saw that Gino was talking about, Hey, at least we got a primetime game. It's no reason why their final four shouldn't be in primetime coverage. True. That is true. And, you know, they play on opposite days that the men play. Right. So <clears throat> there's really no conflict. Yeah, baseball's getting started. Oh, pardon me. <clears throat> and there's a couple of other sports going on, but there's no reason why that should not take front and center. Right. You know, and I, I hear you getting choked up, you know, over this. Yeah, I, I am. I am. I'm I very, am. very emotional about it. I am too. Mm -hmm. I am too. Mm -hmm. All right, so now we have our pick. The picks are in, and uh, we'll have to uh, come back and address this and see how it all plays out uh, for the final fours for both the men's and the women's. Hey, Sean, as always, <clears throat> this was great today. It was a lot of fun. We've got a lot of sports to talk about, so everybody keep an eye out for the next podcast. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts, that is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, 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 beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast.